Welcome to the NNBN podcast, talking with businesses, charities, and organizations across Northamptonshire. Sponsored by Poppy Design Studio. Find us at poppydesignstudio.com. So she's been on the podcast in the last year, but I'm delighted to welcome back Millie Fye from No Fuss Meals for Busy Parents, uh, CIC. So Millie, welcome back. Thank you for having me, Simon. It's uh, wonderful to be invited on again so soon. No, it's an absolute pleasure. And, you know, we're here to help shout about some of those real positive news that's uh, that's out there. And you've had some real positive news this week, haven't you? So do you want to tell us all about this positive news? And then we'll talk a little bit about what you're doing and and, and why you've, you've, you've been selected at, uh, at a national level. So, um, yeah, really excited yeah. to hear. Yeah, no, absolutely. It is incredible to think at the start of the year um, being shortlisted or or being included in the top 100 female entrepreneurs with F Entrepreneur, um, which is a cam- a female business campaign, basically highlighting successful females in the business community. So, yeah, it's a national campaign and... Um, just to sort of kickstart the year, it's um, pretty incredible. So I can't quite believe it, actually. And having joined a Zoom call with all the other women selected from all over the country, from different walks of life and different types of businesses, um, I just know that I'm going to make so much of the opportunity, whether it's the obviously the PR side of things, but also the the connections and hopefully to strengthen my own business too. Yeah, well, fantastic. Well done, because, um, you know, when you get selected to you know something at a national level, you're obviously doing something right. So, <laughs> you know, especially on the tail end of last year with the Food and Drink Awards, obviously the NNBN Awards as well. But, yeah. you know, it's it's such a tremendous journey you're on. And I just think, you know, well done. You you, you thoroughly deserve this recognition as well. And I think the, um, the F Entrepreneur campaign is, is, you know, an amazing thing. I know it was launched, I think, about 2017 by um, Michelle Ovens, who who I've met. And um, I think it's just been growing throughout the years. So to see someone recognised from Northamptonshire, fantastic. Well done. To see someone recognised in your sector as well, of what you're actually representing, even better, because it's mm-hmm. been tough for the sector, hasn't it? Yeah, no, it really has. No, thank you. I really appreciate all your um, bigging me up and uh, all the support because, you know, you know, running your own small business as well, it can be quite isolating and lonely and you think, oh, God, why am I doing this? And you're spinning the plates and, you know, I'm a parent with two young children and, you know, supporting my husband on the farm. And um, last year, obviously, uh, changed direction. So I was running a PR and marketing business and now I'm sort of changed direction to build up the community interest company and um you know it has been tough and you know still cash flow is pretty tight at the moment but I just uh can can feel I've got a lot of irons in the fire at the moment and I've just got I'm on a sort of direction of travel and it's really exciting and um I'm just sort of just going with it really and all the sort of positivity around it is really helping with my own mindset and actually thinking you know I might not have much money coming in at the moment but I know that actually the way that my business is developing um uh, uh, as the as the community interest company grows um I mean I'm already putting plans in place to build a kitchen uh workshop on the farm that's sort of the, what was well what is my big 
work or big big project for this year is actually to create an actual space where I can dedicate it to content creation but also that I can invite people to have their own um uh, experience with me where I sort of teach them about scratch cooking we're going to do sort of grow cook eat where we go out in the garden and sort of pick produce and then bring it into the kitchen and cook it and also obviously being on a working farm we've got a lot of livestock and a lot of arable crops as well so it's going to be sort of fully immersive as well as bringing other people um that I know that can offer different courses as well so butchery wine tasting um, we might do some sort of more arts and craft type stuff as well um, and sort of well-being days so for me that's that's where I'm going um and and that's what I'm planning on doing this year um so to 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 then have this sort of accolade over over the top um as well as all the awards that are, as you mentioned earlier in in your intro um yeah life is pretty exciting um so I'm just sort of uh just trying to take it in my stride because again it's just me <laughs> I do obviously pull on other people to help me with like my own podcast editing and uh just sort of helping with my website and you know other uh, sole traders and what have you but yeah, it's um, it's a lot when I'm only actually working school hours. So, uh, um, although, well, you know Simon as well. You know, you you're always kind of working because you've always always got your phone in your pocket, haven't you? And if you're not answering a phone call while you're trying to make the dinner, or um, you know, you're doing the school run and you're on a call while you're walking down to pick the kids up, then you know you're just constantly spinning the plates, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. And I remember when I first started out, actually, in two thousand and nine, when when you know twitter you know twitter was, was uh, you know on the growth and, and things like that and i used to pre-program a load of tweets to go out specifically around uh, the school collection time so that i could actually stand in the playground and actually engage with people on twitter in the playground while i was waiting for my children to come out of school because you, you've got to market your business you've got to market your brand you've got to market yourself while you're mm. obviously juggling you know life and and people don't see that side of entrepreneurship do they they see literally all the positives they never see what goes on below the surface and there's there's a great um there's, there's a great graphic i've seen all over social media of an iceberg and i'm sure you've seen it as well <laughs> where you see all the positives above the water but everything below the surface is pain it's problem it's it's challenge it's finance it's it's frustration and yet we all are here we all get up the next morning we all yeah. crack on with the day and there was a, a quote, and I, I wish I could remember it. I'll try and Google it in a second while we're talking. But there was a quote I only saw this morning, something that said about, you know, it's okay to have short-term gain, but it's the long-term that we have to think about or something along those lines because yeah. it is challenging, as you say. And that's why things like the the F Entrepreneur Recognition, the awards last year are so important for small businesses because it, it gives you that boost. And, you know, as, as I said, I'm, I'm absolutely fully you know, behind what, what you're doing. I think it's fantastic that you've you've achieved or opened this year with another another exciting announcement to make. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well that's it. And you're totally right. You have to look um a long way ahead. But that that's what I'm um sort of looking at at the moment with the CIC. It's looking at that long term financial stability. And you know, at the moment being self-employed and uh you know try trying to kind of not live from month to month thinking, oh, where's my income coming in from next? It's kind of like getting a little bit of passive income or just just kind of 
just making life a little bit more comfortable. And I know exactly the um, the picture that you're describing with the iceberg because it is so true. And I mean, since having the children, I've had a lot of problems with my own health and I've kind of par partly plowed in a lot of energy into my business because being busy helps me not to dwell on being, you know, living in chronic pain, which is what I experience on a day-to-day -day level. But actually it is, you know, it is all those kind of decisions and, you know, you, you kind of go in into new projects and investments and business um, collaborations and things like that. And you don't know what's going to happen, do you? And that's, that's, I think sometimes the exciting thing about life, but also the, the, the kind of challenging thing as well. Um, I think sometimes it can be very easy to be in more of an employed type role where, you know, you, you've got your holiday and your sick pay and, um, and uh, you've got your regular income coming in every month. But for me, I find that really stifling because I've I've yeah, I've worked in employed roles before and um and I've loved it. But actually, I'm such a creative person that when I've been wanting to kind of grow within a role or go for um a, a promotion or, or something like that, I've always been sort of knocked back down. And I kind of think, oh God, well, you know, I'm always someone that, you know, I'm kind of like make my own rules or well, my life motto as well as dare to be different. And uh, so I, I, I love being in control of my own destiny, um, which is great fun, but it is also, <laughs> like, it is, you know, it, it's kind of an up and down journey all the time. And, uh, you know, being someone who is so, um, highly motivated and driven like like myself it's also quite exhausting but it's great and uh, it's nice being involved with a network such as yourself um Simon with NMBN and 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 the Northamptonshire business community is 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 something that I am hoping to get more involved with over the next 12 months and, and beyond because actually I suppose working within agriculture I have probably been sort of more out and about at the agricultural type shows and conferences and things and for me especially with the community interest company is looking at communicating more with businesses with um with consumers at the end of the day because that is what the cic is set out to achieve so you know first meals are busy parents which was originally a food blog that I created during the pandemic and it's grown and grown and grown and now I basically provide connection between food produced in the UK and recipe ideas and seasonal ingredient suggestions so I'm interviewing farmers about what they grow and produce and I am putting together recipe tutorials and videos to help people cook from scratch so it is more about you know bringing those two or two two groups of people together in supporting the community so um you know all these types of networking events uh finding out what grants are available what opportunities and things like that um it's really exciting and i am i'm always a yes person um but i uh, i'm now trying to uh you know use my time wisely i guess because i am time poor yeah, I think that comes with the yes person thing. I think because I'm, I'm always like, yep, yeah, let's give it a go and see where it takes me. And all of a sudden you think, oh no, I've got so much to do. Why have I just said yes? And and and, and I'm big enough and ugly enough as well to hold my hand up and say, look, you know, I wanted to get involved. You know, I thought this was going to be able to to get further involved, but I've just realised actually I've made a mistake. And 
I think that takes um, yeah, big, bold courage to say things like that. And uh, actually, while, we, while we've been talking, I've been Googling for the um, for the iceberg uh, graphic. And when I look at some of the words actually underneath the surface that we've been talking about, when it says, you know, what, what people see is the success of the iceberg and all those negatives under the surface, you know, the failure, the setbacks, the naysayers, the doubts, the hard work, sacrifices, risks, courage, action. I mean... That's just a few of those words. Mm-hmm. That's about the vision, the dreams, the, the late nights. And I, I think for me, when I came into a, into the, you know, our own business in 2009, you know, I, I think I was the happiest I've ever been with the least mm-hmm. amount of money coming in. Because <laughs> like yourself, you've got the flexibility. I knew I had no holiday forms to fill out apart from, you know, just to, just to make sure I was you know, talking to clients if I wanted to go and see the children in school concerts and things. Yeah. But when I look at it now, I could have missed out a hell of a lot on my own children. And now I look at them, you know, they're, they're, they're growing up, finding their own way in life and, and growing their own wings. And I think entrepreneurship can really help, you know, really grow you. Well, it does It does help grow you, without a doubt. It forces mm. you sometimes to actually grow, I think, sometimes. And that's why we're so pro what we're doing it's mm. great to see you know what you're doing. When I saw this announcement this week, I was like, uh, Millie, we got to get you back on the podcast. <laughs> we, we, we need to talk about this because I, I just love seeing people going on the journey, and I think yeah. fantastic what you've achieved, and and it's brilliant to to do it. So um, so well done. But yeah. let's just talk briefly about the food and uh, yeah, the food and, and farming sector. I mean, how is it from the people that you talk to on your podcast? What what's their sort of feeling since the pandemic's changed the the world and as it as it interrupted the sector much because we, we uh, hear a lot about it yeah well i mean post brexit as well um yeah of course it's you know that's been huge um for the agricultural industry because the whole way that subsidies and payments are they're being um phased out and actually the, the sort of level of bureaucracy within um uk government is such a challenge to kind of um wade through um and as the farming industry are being weaned off um the the single farm payment in effect um there's all different types of payments now that farmers can um apply for in terms of environmental payments which in some sense is kind of what we've already been doing anyway so i'm so i'm kind of talking as someone who knows a lot of farmers but actually is a farmer too because we're farming here in yalbertoft as well so um but talking you know as well obviously we're always at the at the mercy of the weather it's been incredibly wet at the moment um and we just need a really cold dry pow- uh, patch now so that everything dries up we got most of our crops established last year um but we still got some beans to drill and we'll be lambing um middle of march end of march beginning of april so we've got 300 sheep to lamb um which takes sort of six weeks we kind of um dedicate that sort of time for them we don't really have much in the way of help in that in that sense but uh during the pandemic a lot of people were more aware of what food was available to them and in season because we didn't have all of the restaurants opens and the pubs and things like that. So there was a rise in scratch cooking and going to farm shops and local producers and things like that. And so I think that has really helped in terms of why buy British, why shop locally, sustain rural economies and things like that. But actually we are also creatures of habit and the convenience side of food in the sense that you could you don't have to 
get off your sofa because you've got an app that can order food and it can arrive. And to be perfectly honest, you don't know what the provenance of that food is. It, it's some kind of fast food, quick fix type food. Um, and again, it's quite sad as well that lots of children do not know where their food comes from because it is delivered by your Tesco or your, you know, your, your supermarket shop every week. It's not, it's not even that children even go into a supermarket anymore. So they don't even get that kind of immersive experience. So there's quite a big exercise was a you know huge challenges that the agricultural industry in terms of like that kind of brand British and shop locally buy locally and uh, all the different kind of environmental pressures um, as well with um, people people looking more about the inputs into agriculture and um, uh, chemicals and uh, efficiencies as well. Um, so there are a lot of things on people's shoulders and it's it's no secret that actually within agriculture we have the highest rate in suicide mental health challenges and things like that because um whilst like we've just bigged up and said about entrepreneurship and being you know uh, your own own business and what have you the the different uh levels of bureaucracy and the paperwork and the legislation that goes into running an agricultural type business is huge and there's less and less people within agriculture because of the mechanization and it's it, it is you're on your own a lot of the time and you don't get to see very many people and then when you've got a bit of a problem or you know whether or not you've got a fallout in the family or or you know debt issues whatever it is or an accident or an industry injury or illness whatever it is and actually I used to work for a farming charity. So um, so I kind of see the hardships as well. Um, so I think that's partly where my motivation comes for the community interest company, really, because I've seen the hardships within agriculture and I've experienced them for myself, but also as a mum growing my own food and uh, sharing it on social media and being a bit of a dab hand in editing videos and, and uh, PR and that side of things. It, it's it's now bringing all my kind of skills, knowledge, expertise together and trying to do good on behalf of the industry. So I'm hoping that I can continue on this direction of travel, really, in order to help more people and uh, shout about why um, food produced in this country is so great. Yeah, brilliant. I've just been looking at your website, actually. I've been listening to you and um, some great recipes on there. And there's a giant pig in blanket. And I love my <laughs> pigs in blankets. I've got to look more into this. But um, I've just been looking at it. Obviously, we just come out of the Christmas period and, and yeah. Father Christmas, you know, chocolate cheesecake. Um, <laughs> there's some fantastic recipes on here. So, um, yeah, you're, but you're right. I think there is too much processed food out there. And 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 younger generation are missing out on core skills. I remember cooking when I was, you know, a young child growing up with my mum. She taught me how to cook sponge cakes and you know yeah. mints and things. And um, a lot of that probably doesn't happen these days. So I'm really glad that you're putting this out there for the younger generation to to spend time with grandparents and parents to to actually you know learn about what it's like to to create food because and, and and meals because it's important. Yeah, well, they are life skills. And like you say, there is a big, there's a generation that have not had access to uh, food education, um, home home economics. And because we we live in much more of a convenient, convenience lifestyle now, people have forgotten how to cook or we're too busy or the, the perception is, oh, well, I'm too busy and it's quick, shove, shove something in the oven or, or, or just ring up the takeaway or what have you. And 
that's okay every now and again but actually especially in a cost of living crisis as well looking at producing a meal from scratch is actually quite cost effective and using some simple ingredients as well bulk buying and then cooking in batch um i've started as well like posting little uh, bits on on social media with some meal planning as well sort of what i'm cooking from from day to day and actually it helps me as well because then i get in the kind of mindset of right what do i need to get out of the freezer in the morning and it and then if I'm sharing inspiration with others and they might think, oh, I haven't cooked that for ages or, oh, while I'm out and about, I could quickly nip to the butchers and buy some mints or some chicken breasts or whatever it is. Um, so it's um, it, it for me, it's about empowerment. It's about not 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 kind of shaming people either. It's actually just giving them the confidence that they can cook from scratch um, using simple ingredients. It's not going to be expensive. Um, and I'm not I'm not for one minute saying that you need to jump down a farm shop and do your whole food shopping that because I know that that's not um, accessible for a lot of people and I don't do that. Um, but if there's a few hero ingredients or again, like popping down to the deli or uh, somewhere, you know, we've got so many wonderful local businesses that are producing amazing food and made in Northampton should do a great job in terms of highlighting all of those different businesses and, um, and producers. So that there's amazing things just on our doorstep and it's again just highlighting who they are and the work that they do and then you know when if it's a special occasion or you're trying to cook something that um you perhaps consider using that too yeah and i think you just summed up why you've been selected in this top 100 for 2024 or 2023 is it 2023 or 2024 2024 yes it's just kicked off now Mm. So you've been selected for this year, um, and I can see why, because obviously your passion comes across in what you do, what you're delivering, and and, and what you've created. But also, I think um, you, you're doing something which is you're taking people back to how things were many years ago before the the chaos of life has erupted with mm. a lot of the the speed that we live at these days. And and also, it's about teaching the younger generation those those core skills as well. So. You know, hopefully, um, hopefully it continues to grow for you this year. I, I'm really, you know, looking forward to following your progress and um, your website. Do you want to give your website out so that people can actually um, have a look at these uh, fantastic recipes that I've been, you know, looking at as we've been talking? So, yeah, <laughs> which one? Website, which really. one? Are you, which which one are you going to do next? Which one are you going to cook first? That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, without a doubt, the pig in blanket. I mean, <laughs> you know. I, I don't need to go any further than that one at the moment because I'm just looking at it going, I need that pig in blanket. It's yeah. just there. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so no, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, so my my website is www.nofussmealsforbusyparents.com and also on Instagram, Facebook, and I've got a LinkedIn page that I just started as well. Um, so I could say that actually I... I'm working well I'm founder of on my LinkedIn profile so then I thought all I better start posting on there too so yeah and I've also got a YouTube channel which is Millie Fife Official which I've started posting bits and pieces on as well um that links into my podcast um which is called the Countryside Kitchen Meets so I've got various uh guests on there that I interview um mainly farmers foodies and I'm now getting into the realms of interviewing celebrities, Simon, which I'm really excited about. Um, but actually, what what really floats my boat is actually just getting to the heart of like grassroots farmers as well, because they've got so many stories to to that I want other people to learn and listen and and appreciate as well, because uh, um, then they're never you know they're they're out there working hard. Um, 
every day of the year because farming is a three six five um job and uh I've got so much respect for um, farmers in the farming community that, you know, hopefully, uh, well, I am, I am one of them, uh, one of them too. And uh, um, I I just want to do my bit as it were. Um, So thank you for all your support. No, absolutely. No problem at all. And um, you know what I'm going to ask you now? I've got to know, come on, who's the celebrities or you're not allowed to say yet or is it? (laughs) Oh yeah, no, no, absolutely. No, no, no. So um, I interviewed Jimmy Doherty from Jimmy's Farm Okay. and Chris Bavin, uh, who is BBC um, Eat Well for Less. So I've interviewed him. I have interviewed uh, Lady Manners, uh, who is Violet Manners uh, from Beaver Castle, um, one of the Duchess of Rutland's daughters. I have in- just interviewed, um, he goes as the Ninja Gardener, um, but Lee Burkhill, he's one of the gardeners with Charlie Dimmock on um, Garden Rescue. Yep. And then only yesterday, I interviewed Raymond Blanc's son, Olivier. So oh, wow. uh, I'm actually friends with Olivier. So uh, and uh, he's invited me as his special guest to um, Les Manoirs, um in the summer. So um, because they obviously have a cookery school as well as a garden and restaurant and um, hotel accommodation. So although my little cookery school it's not going to be as grand, let's say, <laughs> but I'm sure there'll be a few sort of take home um nuggets of information that I'm going to be able to uh, um, uh, apply to my own business in the future. So I'm networking and rubbing shoulders with the great and the good, literally. Well, fantastic. Well done, you. Keep it up as well. Keep us up to date with what your progress and, and what you're doing as well. And of course, you know, we wish you a bit of success for this year. But Millie, thanks for joining us and uh, congratulations once again. Thank you. Thank you so much, Simon. I really appreciate it. Oh, 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 oh,